Today on episode 196 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, quick, what's the best search engine on the internet? Well, of course, that's Google. But did you know that Google does a lot more than just web searches? Today I'll show you three things you can do with Google that you probably didn't know you could do. And if you're really good at comedy trivia, I'll mention your name on next week's show. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. And welcome back to The Computer Tutor Podcast. Of course, I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And yes, I am a computer geek, but I don't talk like one. You know, it doesn't do any good to explain something if you just use big technical words that the average person has never heard of. And speaking of technical language that no one gets, it reminded me of a joke, and that made me think to do this little trivia contest for this week. I'm going to read you a joke, and your job is to tell me who said this joke originally. Okay, here's the joke. This lawn supervisor was out on a sprinkler maintenance job, and he started working on a Findlay sprinkler head with a Langstrom 7-inch gangly wrench. Well, just then, this apprentice leaned over and said, You can't work on a Findlay sprinkler head with a Langstrom 7-inch wrench. Well, this infuriated the supervisor, so he went and got volume 14 of the Kinsley Manual, and he reads to him and he says, The Langstrom 7-inch wrench can be used with the Findlay sprocket. Just then, the little apprentice leaned over and said, It says sprocket, not socket. So, if you know who did that joke originally, send me an email at pctutor at gmail.com. Now, the only rule is you can't search for the answer online. And for everyone that gets it right, I'll mention your name on next week's show. And I'll tell you the answer next week, even if nobody gets it. It's a little obscure, but I'll bet some of you will know it. And if your computer's giving you problems, and you're about to hit it with your 7-inch Langstrom wrench, I'd love to handle it for you. I work on computers for clients all over the U.S. because it doesn't matter where you are, most repairs these days can be done remotely. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. Today's computer tip can be seen over at my website if you go to computertutorflorida.com slash 196. So let's get started. If you're like me, you use Google just about every day because there is no better source of information available anywhere. Of course, Microsoft's going to try to tell you that their search engine, Bing, is superior to Google. However, they are wrong. Google is much better and in many different ways. But Google does so much more than just find websites and information for you when you need it. Of course, they offer the obvious things that everyone knows about, like Gmail, Google Maps, Google Drive for online storage, the online Google Calendar, which I use for all my daily appointments and reminders, and of course Google+, Plus, which seems like no one really pays attention to anymore, and they own YouTube, a little video website you've probably heard of. But if anything sets Google apart from all the other tech companies, it's their interest in testing new things and trying out new ideas. Some work, some don't. But they do a lot of different things that 
most people aren't even aware of. You could probably fill a book with all the various projects Google's involved with at any given time. Well, today I picked three of those things that I find kind of interesting or entertaining. Nothing earth-shattering here, just fun stuff that you might like to check out. And the links to these are too long for me to tell you here in this podcast, but you can get the direct links on my website. That's at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 196, because this is episode number 196 of this podcast. First up, you can build a Lego masterpiece right on your computer screen. Now, I have to confess, I'm really not a big fan of Legos. And honestly, I'm just kind of baffled as to why they're so incredibly popular. I mean, they're just plastic toys that connect together. But people are so wild about that. I mean, there's a whole theme park here in Orlando based on Legos. It's true. It's called Legoland. And it costs $89 for one person for one day. So obviously, even though it's just a simple toy, it's something that's hugely popular. So if you like Legos, but you don't want to pay 90 bucks to be surrounded by them for the day, but you still want to build something with Legos, you can do it right on your computer, and it doesn't cost you anything. Google has this project website called Build It With Chrome, and they'll give you a flat Lego base right there in the middle of your screen. And over on the left side are a variety of Lego pieces in all different shapes and sizes, and you just click one to drag it over to the base and put it where you want it. Then you grab another one and stack it on the first one, and from there, it's just whatever you can imagine. You can build whatever you want without even signing into your Google account, which is free, of course. But you will need to sign in if you want to publish your creation or save it for future work. If your children ever complain to you that they're bored and there's nothing to do, this website would be a good place to send them. Next up, the world of art. Now, I'm definitely not an art snob, and I, I really can't say I know much of anything about good art, but I do enjoy looking at it. And one of my favorites since childhood was Norman Rockwell. What a talent that guy was. Although I've been told that, to be accurate, Norman Rockwell was not really what would be known as an artist, per se. He would be more accurately called an illustrator. But whatever he was, he was really good at it. And the other one I like, which is way at the other end of the spectrum, was Salvador Dali. Now, here where I live in the Tampa Bay area of Florida, we have the Salvador Dali Museum. And I've visited there a few times. And yes, the guy was a little odd, and I actually think he kind of enjoyed being thought of as kind of unusual or eccentric, and I'm sure I don't get the meanings behind all of his creations, but I still enjoy looking at it, especially the fine detail. So Google offers this project where you can search through hundreds or maybe even thousands of pieces of art from artists you've probably heard of, as well as a bunch you've probably never heard of, and you can search by the name of the piece, the artist name, the date, the geographical location, or you can just browse through the whole list. With most of them, when you select a particular piece, you can click and zoom way in to see the fine details because these are very high-resolution images, so it's pretty cool. And finally, Google offers you the ability to play Breakout, the old-school video game right there on your screen. Breakout was one of the really early video games, but you may be familiar with it even if you're too young to remember when it first came out. The idea behind this game is very simple. You have a short horizontal line at the bottom of your screen, which you can move left or right, and you use your mouse or the left and right arrow buttons on the keyboard to do that. And a ball starts out from the bottom and hits the first layer of bricks in the middle of the screen, and then it bounces back to, toward the bottom. You have to move that little horizontal line so that the ball hits it every time it comes down. And if you miss, you lose. 
the ball gradually knocks out all the bricks, and when the bricks are gone, you finish that level and you go on to the next level. The trick is, as time goes by, the ball starts moving a little faster, and then a little faster than that. And each level gets a little more complicated, too, so the challenge gets more difficult. I think what makes Breakout so popular is the fact that it's such a simple concept. Just keep the ball from hitting the bottom of the screen, and that's really the whole explanation of the game right there. And the advantage here is that there's no software to download and install on your computer. You just play it right there in your web browser, thanks to Google making it available. And what's interesting about these three things, and also many of the projects that Google has going on, is that they don't make any money from it. They're just doing it because it provides value for their users. So good for them. And now it's your turn. What other Google things do you like to do? Let me know. And if you have any comments or questions, as always, you can email me directly at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line, 727-386-9468, and you can always leave a message anytime, day or night. So that's it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening and have a great week. God bless.